0: Today, we're going to be talking about following Jesus and what it means to truly follow Him. If you're like me, maybe you've wondered, is there more? You've prayed the sinner's prayer. You believe you're saved by grace and forgiven of your sins, but yet nothing has really changed. You're still living in sin, and you don't even know if you'll ever be free. I'm here to tell you today, there is more. Jesus has so much more for us. The price that he paid was for so much more than for you to just go to heaven with him one day. God wants us to be cleansed. He wants us to be set free. He wants us to be purged. I'm Joshua Enns. Welcome to The Purge Podcast. What is up, guys? My name is Joshua Enns, and super excited to start this podcast um it's something that's been on my heart for a long time that i've been wanting to do and so i did do like a short form kind of like podcasts uh, i called them josh talks back in the day a few years ago but i really haven't done much on youtube for the last little bit so i really wanted to do a podcast but i wanted it to be something that wasn't just like an ordinary podcast i wanted to do it in a form of like a cinematic uh a video This is an audio, so you can listen, just listen as well, but if you don't know, if you're just listening, you can actually watch this on YouTube, and you can watch the whole uh, kind of like a cinematic in nature experience. That's what I want to do, and so um, yeah, thank you so much for joining, and let's jump into the topic today. God, I pray that you would just bless this podcast. God, I pray that you would bless this time here as we study and we we look to your word in your life to see what it means to truly follow you. I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice, everybody listening to this, would be touched by it, and God, pray that you would speak to them through the words I'm saying, through the topic that we're, we're striving towards, through the thing that we're seeking, and that's you. So thank you, Jesus, for being in this and upon this talk today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, so let's jump into it. So what does it mean to truly follow Jesus? Is it just a title or is it a lifestyle? Because for so many of us, when we say we're a follower of Jesus, it simply just means that like, I'm a fan of Jesus. I, yeah, I like Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to heaven with him one day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow him to heaven one day. But like, that's it. And that, that was me. Like, that's how I grew up. And so this is why it's an extremely uh, important, not only an important topic, but an extremely passionate topic for me to talk about. Because when I understood this and when I meditated on this, when I considered what it really means to follow Jesus, it changed everything for me. Um, So it's one of the most important things in my mind and in my life. So that's why I want to talk about it today. So... Because unfortunately, it's been really watered down what it, like following Jesus or like being a follower of Jesus, what that really means has been super watered down in our modern church. Some of you might not even truly comprehend even what I'm saying. When I say like what it means to follow Jesus, you're just like, yeah, okay, like what's your point? Some of you, if you're anything like me, have this preconceived idea that just, If you say you're a follower of Jesus, it just simply means, like, I'm a Christian. Like, that's what I believe. I believe in Jesus. Like, He saved me from hell, and now I get to go to heaven. And so, I'm here to tell you today that there's so much more to it than that. So that's why I want to dive into this, and I want us to meditate and actually consider what it means. Let's see what the Word of God says. So the first scripture I want to look at is Matthew 16. Matthew 16, 24. And so let's have a look. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him first deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So it's, It's almost like Jesus is comparing following him with losing your life but you lose your life you give up your life willfully in order to you actually gain life because Jesus is the one that actually gave life Jesus is the one that gives life he's the one that created life and so he knows what's truly best for us Um, but so often we're we have a hard time giving up our life we want to hold on to our life because we feel like what we have right now is actually better than if we were following Jesus. But Jesus is saying, if you hold on to your life, you'll actually lose it. And notice his terminology, he's not talking about being Christian or not Christian. It's following him or not following him. That's where the line is drawn. That's where it's divided between light and dark, between um, saved and not saved. <laughs> and so I find that really interesting and that's taught me so much. So so let's read the same scripture. Just I want to read the same scripture, but in amplified. If you don't know what the amplified is, it's just um, um, a different translation. But it takes from the Greek meaning. So it takes um, instead of just saying picking one word for the meaning, it uh, a lot of times will give like multiple words to describe that one word um, because our English language is very limited, and so sometimes we miss. Meaning, if you, especially if you don't know what each word means, and so that's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to read in the Amplified, and I just think this is so powerful. So it goes like this: So then, so then Jesus said to his disciples, "If anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself, disregard, lose sight of, and forget himself and his own interests, and." Take up his cross and follow me. Cleave, which means cleave steadfastly to me. Conform wholly to my example in living. And if need be, in dying also. For whoever is bent on saving his life, his temporary life, his comfort, his security here, shall lose it, which is eternal, shall lose eternal life. And whoever loses his life, his comfort, security here for my sake shall find it life everlasting. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his life? His blessed life in the kingdom of God. And what would a man give in exchange for his blessed life in the kingdom of God? So, it's like this really clears it up that it's like the ultimate exchange: you give your life for eternal life. It's not just that we. We live our life and then we believe God and we get eternal life one day. Eternal life happens right now. It's an exchange. We surrender our life, our interests, and ultimately our flesh for the sake of knowing Him. That's what Paul said. I give it all up. Everything, even everything he learned under the law that was like all good, even scripture itself, is that I give it all up for the sake of knowing Him because there's nothing more precious um and this jesus said this is eternal life that you might know me or that you may know the father and so yeah i think we we in the modern church at least the way i grew up i don't know how you grew up but i'm, I'm gonna bet that it's very similar that i didn't really ever understand what it meant to follow jesus let alone count the cost of following Jesus and that's probably another podcast we're gonna do um, just talking about just counting the cost we might talk about it a little bit today but uh, John 10 27 says my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and so if we want to be a sheep we have to obey that is like a characteristic of a sheep that is one of the the main um, attributes of being a sheep is following him is knowing his voice and his voice is his word we know that Jesus is the word of God and so we seek the scriptures to Jesus said this and so Jesus said you seek the scriptures to find eternal life because in them you think you'll find eternal life but you don't know that the scriptures speak of me so how do we know how to follow Jesus what that looks like we look to the scriptures to this day I think that's one of the the things that led me to a life of truly following Jesus is the scripture because I was raised in a home that we, um, my parents really focused on scripture and the word of God and pointed me in that direction. Um, even though a lot of the scriptures I had never even really heard, most of the scriptures I knew coincidentally were scriptures about like the promises of God and what thi- what things I can get from God to believe God for. Um, very, I knew very, uh, I wasn't as familiar with the scriptures that were talking about, like giving up your life, uh, suffering with Christ, walking in His footsteps, that sort of thing. But because I had a, a pretty good understanding of seeking the Word of God and the value in that, I, even though in all my in all my sin and my struggles, when I would turn to God and I would pray, I would always it would always lead me to seeking the scriptures. And over time, God was speaking to me and showing me verses, and I was like, what? I never even knew it was there. And that's part of my testimony I want to share in a later podcast. But um, I think it's, it's so crucial to know, to seek the scriptures, not for the sake of memorizing scripture or getting a doctrine, but to seek Jesus. That's what Jesus said. And so if we seek him, then we're going to be pointed to following him, <laughs> And um, it's gonna be a beautiful thing. Um, I wanna read another scripture. Let's go to Ephesians 5 1. Let me just turn there in the actual Bible. I like, uh, I do use my phone a lot for studying scripture just because I think it's faster. I can highlight, I can change the highlights, I can bookmark all that. But there's something super special about reading an actual Bible that I really like. And so I like to do that as much as I can. So ephesians 5:1. so the title of this chapter is walk in love so that's one of the the main things about jesus um if you're gonna follow him the number one thing is you gotta be loved you gotta you gotta love people um god said the law and the prophets are summed up in two commandments love god and love people and so a lot of people including myself again have this idea of following god that it's like it's like impossible right because we have these scriptures that say like we all fall short of the glory of god that like if you miss the law in one area you've missed it in all and so we have this like it's like impossible to follow jesus but like jesus said follow me and if we think about that if he said why would he tell us to do something that we cannot do now I'm not saying that we can do it in our own strength. I'm saying we can do it by his power, by his spirit living in us, we can do that. But we have to align our mind, we have to um, be transformed by the renewing of our mind to that and we need to focus on heavenly things and put our eye singly on that prize that is set before us which is Jesus and that is following Jesus. Um, it says that the eye is the lamp of the body, and if the eye is single, the whole body is full of light. So if our eye is singly focused on Jesus, on following Jesus, our whole body is actually full of light. Um, but too often, we see our body as just like the flesh. We see our body as something sinful, but we can actually be purified through submitting to God through the power of the Holy Spirit living in us it says we can put to death every deed in the body and so it says those who um, have this hope in Him purifies Himself just as He is pure just as Jesus is pure we can purify ourselves He gives us that privilege and that right in order to follow Him Um, and that comes when we take a step of faith It comes as that's what faith is 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 like seeing your faith is how you see things so your faith is your eye and how you see it says we do not walk by sight but we walk by faith and so it's like a it's a it's a life of faith in trusting Jesus um, that he said follow me so there has to be a way that I can truly follow him he said that I should follow his footsteps there has to be a way I can actually follow In his footsteps and so that's where I'm choosing to put my faith and that's where growing up I put my faith in so many other things Put my faith in healing or um, uh, finding a good job making enough money all those things that there's nothing wrong with that the God does have promises and he promises us to take care of us and to be our healer and all that I totally believe that but so often we put our faith in those things in accomplishing those things more than we put our faith in the ability to follow jesus and to accomplish what he's called us to do to live a life free from sin and to actually follow in his footsteps to walk as jesus walked i don't see a lot of people putting their faith and standing on the word of god and believing for that so that's what i'm choosing to do and that has been a huge game changer in my life putting my faith and focus on that Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then God says all the other things will be added. And so that's, that's where I've been. And so, all right, let's continue um, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. It says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering." and a sacrifice for God for a sweet, swelling aroma. But fornication and all unkindliness and covetousness, let it not even be named among you. Wow, I wish we could say that about the church today, that it's not even named among us. Um, it's a lot of times very common. It's, I would say it runs rampant in the church, fornication and all these other things. Let it not be named among you as is fitting for the saints. It's not fitting to have those things in our life. But so often we say like, oh, it's, it's okay. We're always going to sin. We're always going to mess up. It's our sinful nature. But Jesus is calling us to a life where we lay down that sinful nature and we choose to follow Him. That's what repentance is. We're turning away from that life and we're going another direction. And I guarantee Jesus is not going that direction. He lived a life free from sin. He lived a life tempted by sin just as we were. But he never gave in. Why? Because he was in relationship with the Father and he was empowered by the Holy Spirit. Two things that he has actually given us. And so, anyway, I'm going to stop preaching and just keep reading here. For this you know that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of God. We don't talk about these things, but it is true. Let no one deceive you. So, there you have it. You can be deceived in this area. And I know for myself, I definitely was. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, these sins, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. So it shows that as a Christian, we can indulge in sin. It's not like sin just doesn't count. We can partake with them. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Um, Probably in a later podcast, I want to really preach on this. There's a lot here that I want to unpack, but for today, I just want to lay this foundation. Of what we're called to when we say we want to follow Jesus as a follower of Jesus as a Christian if you want to say that um, I don't usually use that term because I feel like it lacks meaning and people just throw that word around um, not that I hate the term itself term itself but because people have watered it down so much it's lose it's lost its salt if you will um, so It is shameful to even speak of these things, which are done of them by secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whoever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. So in Philippians 4.9, I'm not going to turn there, but you can if you want. Philippians 4.9, it says, The things which you learned and received, this is Paul talking, and heard and saw in me, Paul, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. First um, Peter 2.21-25, it says, For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, And the first thing it says about that, following his steps, it points out about him. It says, Who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth. Who when he was reviled did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten. But committed himself, um, let's see. Who committed himself to him, God, God the Father, who judges righteously. Who himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we now it ties into us. So it's talking about Jesus. It's talking about following Him. Said, leaving us an example as one and two that we should follow in His footsteps. And it talks about Him not being without sin. And that's like a, a hot topic in the church. If you talk about not be, if you talk about being free from sin or not living in sin, like that's a that's a scary thing. People don't like that. Um, people right away be like are you saying you're perfect all this but this is what Jesus is talking about and if you don't believe it's about us it says it ties us in who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we it brings us into this it brings us into this life that Jesus lived that we should follow and be like him and we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed, for you were like sheep going astray but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls so powerful it's so clear that like let me say it this way so often we we see jesus and we look at him as something that we can never achieve we look at him as something that like oh that was jesus we say like um anything that god did whether he was loving somebody or living without sin we say well there's like a separation we say well that was Jesus I'm not Jesus I'm not perfect right Um, and I I understand where you come from I used to say stuff like that all the time and I believe I had good intentions and so I I understand where you're coming from but that is just simply not how the word of God or even Jesus himself put it Jesus always um, tied in what he was doing with what we can do. He always said, like, greater, like, you will do works, these works that I do, you will do an even greater works when I send you the Holy Spirit. Like, and so there's a calling, there's an expectancy that we should be like him. And is that saying that we're like perfect or um, putting on the same level as God? No. But Jesus was fully God and fully man. So the man part of him that He lived out on this earth as He walked, as He um, didn't give in to temptation, as He was in communion with the Father, that was Him as a man being in relationship with God as we can be in relationship with God. So that part of Him, everything He did as a man on earth, we can follow. And so that's why um, Jesus, that's why I believe Jesus did everything that He did on earth, yes, he was fully God and fully man, but he didn't do the things he did as God. Because if he did it as God, it would be impossible for us to follow him. And so I believe he did it as a man to show us, like it says, as a living example. He couldn't be in our example if he did it as God with like God power, you know. Um, And so I believe he did it as a man through the power of the Holy Spirit, which he actually gives us. And so I think that's, that's so amazing and so it has changed my life so incredibly like an incredible amount it's changed every how I see everything how I read the Bible how I commune with God everything is about me following him and being like Him. so again I've talked about following Jesus and how the Bible talks about it a lot Um, and we've scraped the surface on like what it means but to break it down what it truly means to follow jesus to follow god is to follow his ways and like i was already saying like to be like him so following him is not just following him but it's actually stepping in the exact footsteps that he stepped in it says that we should I'm not sure, i think i have the scripture here but it says that those who claim to abide in him must walk just as he walked it says that we have the mind of Christ that we should think we should even think like it um, and not with the our carnal mind that we should think with the mind of Christ um, so it's so powerful so it's following him is not just following behind him and going where he goes it's going how he goes <laughs> it's 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 not just walking where he walks but it's walking how he walks it's not just thinking his thoughts it's thinking how he thinks if that makes sense it's not just saying what he says but saying how he says it and the intention and the relationship that he says it from because he said I speak I do not speak on my own accord but I only speak what I hear the Father saying and so every word out of our mouth um, it says that we should we should do everything 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 in word and deed as unto God so do you think Jesus did that yeah he did so we need to follow that that's why it says it and this is a this is a theme that we see in the Old Testament probably more so than even the New Testament that following God now Jesus wasn't revealed yet, but so a lot of times it says following God um, because the fullness of God hadn't been revealed but the people that love God and followed God in the old testament before they had the holy spirit they had a a better understanding of following god than often what we have even with us with the holy spirit and that's kind of sad because um, they had like this understanding this this longing to follow god like all throughout the old testament it said like things like um, i desire your precepts i desire your commandments god help me follow your commandments obey your word that your law it says i delight in your law and your word and your command um and so it's real clear that in the old testament they desire to follow god but what does that mean like for example in psalms 86 11 in a 611 says teach me your way O God that I may walk and live in your truth direct and unite my heart solely reverently to fear and honor your name so there was this desire to follow God but in reality they actually couldn't follow God because they didn't have the Holy Spirit and they didn't have the revelation of Jesus Jesus is the full representation of the Father and the character of God he's the full revelation representation of God and his ways, his character, his attributes, everything about him. And so they desired this but they didn't even have it. But they talked about it more than we talk about it in church now that we do have the Holy Spirit. We do have Jesus as a model to follow him. And so I like reading these old scriptures because I think it's so powerful like Deuteronomy 3016 says in that I command you today love the Lord your God to walk in his ways. And keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you possess. Deuteronomy 28.9 it says, The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. This is prophesying what would happen when Jesus came. When Jesus came to bring his life. When Jesus came to save his people from their sins. This is why He was manifest, to destroy the works of the devil. What is the works of the devil? We see in First John, the works of the devil is sin. And so that's why He came to destroy, so that we might truly follow Him and have the Holy Spirit to teach us His ways. I'm going to jump, I'm going to skip real quick, because I think uh, we're probably running out of time. Probably need to wrap this up. Um, comment below if uh, you're liking this format of a podcast. If anything I've said, has touched you or impacted you. And also what you like about this podcast. If the length is good, if the format is good, whatever. Um, even if it's a critique, I want to hear it, so let me know. There's so many other scriptures I wanted to read, but we're running out of time, so I'll just I'll go to this. Let's see what Jesus himself said. Obviously, Jesus said, those who desire to come after me must first deny himself. I did read that in the beginning. and must first deny himself pick up his cross and follow me right and so this is another scripture jesus said come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light to go back to what i was saying earlier so often we think that like if we give up our life and follow Jesus like somehow it's going to be worse or that we're going to feel like we're missing out that the life we have right now apart from Christ is actually better but it's a lie it's a deception from the enemy and so if we only knew the chains that we were in the chains that sin um, held us in held us bound by we would have no problem taking on His yoke because in comparison, so we can be intimidated by when Jesus said, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we just we focus in on those words burden and yoke. But compared to the chains that we have, his yoke and his burden are nothing. It's not even worthy to be compared because it's so much better. Yes, if you desire to follow him, if you truly desire and you count the cost and you say I want to follow him. Yes, you will be yoked together with him. Um, he will take on the burden, the cross that he bared. He will take on the suffering and the hatred from the world. He will take on all that. But Jesus is so loving that he is not keeping you bound to that. If at any point you can walk away. But I challenge you today, apart from Jesus, does sin give you the opportunity to walk away from it? No. There's nothing we can do in our own strength to be free from sin. Sin goes against our will. It takes our, it uses our will, us our temptation by temptation. Our sinful desires use that initially to get us in and once we're bound by it, there's no way out. Jesus is not doing that. He wants people that will follow him willfully. And that's why it's important to understand what it truly means to follow Jesus. And so many of us that grew up in the church, we miss that. Nobody ever told us what it means to follow Jesus. Nobody ever told us what that truly means. And so that's why we have a lot of people leaving the church because they never understood. They're told that God wants to bless you. God wants to give you all these promises, take care of you, Or which is not wrong, but by itself, it can be, can be so dangerous if we don't know what the true gospel is yes that's part of it but that is not why we come to Jesus we come to Jesus to serve him and to follow him and so and in doing that our life can be transformed we can put off the old sinful nature of sin and death the body of sin and death and we can put on new right a righteous robe we can put on Jesus Christ himself we can wear him walk in the light as he is in the light and so i'll leave you with this one verse um, in colossians maybe two verses i'll read two more verses the first one is colossians 2 6 to 7 it says as you have therefore received christ to the point that to the point that you have received christ and you know even today this short amount if anything i'm saying is convicting you and you're like oh wow I've missed it. I need to do more for Christ. Um, Even to that amount, it says, If you have therefore, as you have therefore received Christ, even Jesus the Lord, so walk and regulate your lives and conduct yourselves in union with him and conformity to him, having the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him, fixed and founded in him, being continually built up in him, being continually built up in him, becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in the faith, just as you were taught, and abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. Um, So just to clarify what that means is like, it's saying to the point that you have learned, the point that you have learned and heard, that's what you're accountable for. So start today. Don't wait till you have it all figured out to follow him. Follow Jesus today walk and conduct yourselves as you see what you know about god's character and his love imitate that and walk according to that um the last verse i want to read is first john 2 5 6 which i five to six so i i uh, mentioned this earlier but i want to read the whole thing and this is in the amplified to just kind of give us a better understanding like i was saying but he who keeps treasures his word the word of God who bears in mind his precepts who observes his message in its entirety truly in him has the love of and for God been perfected completed richly maturity reached maturity by this we have received we by this we may perceive know and recognize and be true that we are in him and then this is the verse I was talking about whoever Says he abides in him, ought himself as a personal debt to walk and conduct himself in the way in which Jesus walked and conducted himself. So powerful, guys. Um, I hope this speaks to you. I hope um, this can give you kind of uh, start giving you an understanding of what it truly means to follow Jesus because, like myself. It's so easy to just say, I'm a follower of Jesus, or I follow Jesus. But do we truly follow God? Do we truly follow His ways? Do we walk in His footsteps? Do we think how Jesus thought? Do we talk like Jesus talked? All these things. And I think um, so many of us do truly desire to follow Jesus. We just don't know what it means. We don't know how to go about it. But if you're like me, for so long, I've I longed for something more. I, I knew that there was something missing. I had a great revelation of God's grace. I was saved by grace through faith. I had a great understanding of that. But for the longest time, I, I would pray to God and I'd be like, God, like, what? There, what do I do with that? Yes, I'm saved by grace. I know that You're not holding my sin against me. All this, but like, I'm still living in sin. I'm still bound by sin. So like, what do I do with that? And so it was a slow process, and I'll share my testimony later, at a later time, in in a whole. But um, basically, God, over time, He granted that request of mine that was like, God, show me more. Like, there has to be more. How do I—and I didn't even say follow Jesus because I didn't even know that that was a thing. I didn't even have my mind focused enough to even say those words. But I was just like, God, like, I want to live for you in um, the best of my ability that's kind of how I said it it's like God I want to live for you I want, to, I want to do your works and I want to be what you have called us to be as a Christian um, I want to live righteously I want to live holy as you are holy and that's what the Bible says and so if, you, if you're still listening I appreciate it thank you for watching this one whatever platform you're watching this on thank you so much for coming here and um, please, if you haven't already, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button. Um, it would really help me out. And uh, comment below if you like what you like about this, what you don't like, and um, let's pray. God, thank you for this time we have about talk, talking about what it means to follow you and to walk just as you walk. I pray that everyone listening, um, that you would um, touch their hearts and you would reveal more and more of your heart and what it means to be a follower of you. Thank you, Jesus, for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Peace out, guys. We'll see you next time. Jesus has so much more for us.